welcome to the Play Your Way podcast. I'm your host, Brian Miller. And I'm your other host, Ethan Mace. Today, we're going to be talking about digital versus physical media. But before we get into it, make sure to follow us on Twitter at PYW Podcast, Instagram at The PYW Podcast, and now Twitch at Playing Your Way, all one word, Playing ING Your Way over at Twitch. Uh, we had a great turnout for our Smash Bros. debut event, um, and we are hitting the road running over at Twitch. Yeah, yeah, we've had a lot of fun so far. Uh, we just started uh, Persona 5 Strikers last night. Yep, uh, and you, you'll have some uh, more content, and I'll be popping over from time to time. So uh, yeah, we're getting active over on Twitch. All right, so today we'll be talking about digital versus physical media and kind of how we're going to talk about this rather than two opposing views, um, viewing one as better than the other. Uh, Ethan will discuss the digital perspective and I'll be discussing the physical because we actually kind of naturally gravitate towards those. Um, we will kind of seek common ground uh, where there is instead of viewing uh, one as better or worse. We'll just be uh, discussing our different perspectives and kind of seeing where you know digital media is going where physical media is going and the benefits of both and the um the cons of both so let's jump in what, what's your, what's your first digital media pro you got over there for me the the first one that comes to mind is just kind of the convenience of of digital media and whatnot right yeah it, it it's always there you're not having to get up and, and take things out and switch it around uh, the marketplace is always there too. If you don't feel like going out and buying something or looking for it, you just uh, you know just turn on your system, go go to the respective store, and uh, generally you're going to find what you're looking for. Obviously, you know you might run into some issues with older stuff, but yeah, anything right. for that respective console is going to be there. Uh, yeah, just all in all, it's a it's an incredibly uh, convenient way to just kind of like simplify uh, things in your life, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. And and actually, one of my first, it's not necessarily a point, but it's kind of like a foundation of where I'm going. Um, and kind of my perspective is, you know, with with physical media, it's kind of always been physical. So it's right. it's something that for me anyways, like I'm used to where it's like, okay, yeah, we we're going to buy this this video game or we're going to buy this DVD or, or book because I mean, we've been doing it for over a decade over probably two decades. Right. And that's just that's just what what I'm used to. And so my question to you is actually, when did you start seeing your your transition from, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm buying, you know, I'm going to the game store, I'm buying, buying this game off the shelf, and then seeing your transition to, you know what, I'm just going to go to the online store. It was high school, really. Um, okay. I started having a little bit more money when it was because I had a job. Right. And so I was ended up just buying more games. And I was kind of like, well, I can keep buying all these physical stuff, but you know, I got space is limited. I don't really have yeah. a ton of, uh, a ton of, uh, you know, area to put all these things. So I started looking more on the online marketplaces and seeing what was out there. And the 360 marketplace was really easy to use, uh, back mm -hmm. in the day and it had a really good selection of games on it. And yeah, it was just incredibly convenient for me just to, just to buy there and download it. Um, like I, I download before I come to school, by the time I came back, the game, the game was like downloaded and ready to go and I could mm. just start playing, you know, then it was right. just, you know, easy to plan and stuff. Obviously like my internet wasn't as good then. So I had to really plan out like my downloads, but nowadays, you know, with, with, with solid internet, it, you know, all that 
kind of I can just buy something and have it ready to go within an hour, you know. Right. For sure. Yeah, that is true as well. Then, and for someone like me, it's it's always it's always the switch specifically. But with those little cartridges, I'm like, you know, is is the cartridge in the game case, or did we leave it in the switch case? Mm -hmm. And because we have two switches, which switch case? Um, is it actually in the console? It's like you know, you don't have to worry about that if it's just downloaded to the console. Right. Yeah. I mean, I lost. It's unfortunate because, I mean, I actually have stories of of losing of losing digital on my digital games and losing physical games. Wait, what? I know. Yeah. It's strange. What happened was when I lost my, when I lost my original 3DS, Mm. there was a physical copy of ultra moon in it that Mm. I have no clue where it is, but there was also like, I, I don't know if I made a different Nintendo account at some point, like when I got my switch or something, but the but the account on there was different than the one I usually have. So when I bought a new one and I logged into the Switch, uh, the Switch uh, account, mm-hmm. I lost access to the digital games also because those account those games were only on you know uh, one account. Right. Uh, so that's that's a bit of a drawback to it. Also, you know you're you're kind of limiting sure. to like if you change accounts at some point, you got to really be careful about that because you can lose access to your catalog. Um, yeah. Same as how you could lose a game, if like a physical game, if you just misplace exactly. it. If you misplace a password, you can lose those games. Gosh, that's crazy. But yeah, yeah that's true. That's a good point. And and, and kind of when you were speaking about, um, you know, you don't have to, you know, go go to the shelf and, and exchange the cartridge. And yeah. that's actually my second point is is that video games do look great. You know, physical media does look great on a shelf. You it know, and it is, as you know me, you know, I, I like to collect and I like to, you know, have displays for my collection. So, you know, when I when I look at these games on my shelf, it's like, ah, the organization. Oh, I can yeah. see all the spines. And, oh, there's that game. Yep, I beat it. And just there's just that factor. Even like, and, and that's the thing when I was thinking, too. It's like, okay, I might have beaten this game. But even after I'm done with the game, I can still enjoy it by just seeing it on the shelf and just seeing it as part of the collection as well. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I love my uh, my Sterilite container of of all my <laughs> old 360 games that just sit on my shelf. Oh yeah. Um, but, but in all in all seriousness, though, I mean, in, in my living room, you know, I have a bunch of games right. just stacked up, you know, on the yeah. uh, you know on the TV stand there. You know, it's kind of like yeah. it's kind of doing that. So yeah, it, there's definitely is a lot of merit to having right. that physical media just kind of i wouldn't say show it off but just kind of admire it exactly right yeah for sure what's your, what's your second what's your second one um so i mean i know we were we were just talking about it a little bit but uh, i do enjoy you know with space being limited sometimes i do enjoy having the digital media up in just kind of a digital marketplace in a sort of way right so you're not taking up as much space that you need for other things uh, that is true. Um, yeah, and especially you know, especially if you're at my one point in time when I was collecting and still living with my parents, you know, you, you just have your room, mm-hmm. so it, it's already filled with with you know, you got bed, dressers, just all that. So like having an entire space for your video game collection on top of for me books, on top of for me maybe DVD, like you, you're gonna run out of space. <laughs> right. Yeah. It can it can be tough. Now, obviously, there are ways to to get better about it and to sure you know, to circumvent some of these issues, but yeah, it, it, it is nice sometimes when you're like running out of room to just kind of take a step back and be like, well, 
I need more space, so maybe I need to get a few things like digitally for now, get rid of some of the physical stuff that I don't use anymore. Right. Yeah, kind of like that. So I've I've always enjoyed it. It, it allows me to because I buy a lot of things digitally, it allows me to really like just only get the physical stuff that I really want, like like certain yep. collector's editions or stuff like that. Right. Um, and I'll probably talk more about uh, at the end more about my digital experience um, because it's very, very limited, mm-hmm. um, almost non-existing. But there, it, there's, there's a little slice of existence there, um, and I'll talk about that later on. And, and like you said, you, I mean, you, you gravitate towards digital now more so, but you, you still buy physical. You still buy those games that you really, really want. So. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, with, you get the Persona, you know, Collector's Edition. Yep. Um, if if the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, like Collector's Edition, had the actual game in it, I probably would have right. already bought that, but it doesn't, so I haven't. True. Yeah. True. Uh, which, again, I think speaks on where this, this market is heading. I mean, it's quite obvious. It, it's right. I mean, the fact that these new consoles are coming out with digital only yeah, no is pretty evident. Yeah. So... Um, so the third point for me, um, and this is one I, I can relate to a lot, and it is getting these games for cheaper by buying them used or buying them pre-owned, whether it's through GameStop, whether it's through Facebook Marketplace. Um, I mean, you know, GameStop has has been the poster child for this of, you know, you know, why are you buying this game brand new? You know, sure, you might want to experience, open up the seal and stuff, but if you're limited on money best believe you're going to the pre-owned section and get right. it for sometimes sometimes a quite a bit of a discount discounted price absolutely um and so that that's that's one of the benefits for me that i see myself gravitating towards yeah no i mean it, the the discounts are, are huge on you know on, on yeah. stuff like that you know pre-owned is is a big thing that just doesn't exist in a digital marketplace you know because once you own right. something there's no there's no trading it in or anything like that. And you know, you get sales, but they're right. they're tough to plan around. Mm-hmm. You can you can plan around buying a pre owned game and, and the, mm-hmm. the price drop you're gonna get from that. But yeah, it's really tough to, to, to go the other way with digital on that one. Yeah, and that and that kind of brings me to my fourth point of you know the experience aspect, especially as a kid. Oh, I'm sure you and I both have like the memories of, you know, we're, we're going to go to GameStop or we're going to go to Walmart, and we're you know I'm naturally going to be walking towards the game section. Right. I mean, just the experience of lo- I'm looking at all these games. I don't have enough money to buy them, but my parents do. And <laughs> uh, yeah, mom or dad, I want that game. Okay, let's find you know the you know the associate that works here. Wait. 20 oh, 50 minutes to, for them to unlock the case that that was a big thing that made me want to switch just to <laughs> to like you know digital media it was such a pain to always have to go right. into walmart and and get somebody to help you open the case right it was like it was like gamestop was so cool if i did want physical because i could just right. go and get it and they kept the games behind the counter so they would just open it up and put it in the case but yeah walmart was so awful with that stuff i couldn't stand it i'll say this though i agree with you um i i I couldn't stand it at the time but i look back at it back at it with fond memories as a child of maybe that you know that's just part of the walmart experience of getting a new game (laughs) of of hawking someone down and not really wanting to talk to them but you have to because you got to get them to open the thing and yep (laughs) yeah it was it was 
it was just the worst for me. But yeah, I can get I can get why you you look back on that you know like fondly right. you know. Yeah, it's it's always fun, and especially you know with with bigger games dropping on Fridays. I mean, it is kind of nice, you know, going over to Best Buy or going over to GameStop, and and that you know right. just walking in. The, they have a it's a certain smell. You see all the games, and you know this is this is an experience that is going to be attached to this specific game when you look back on it as a memory. Yeah, so. no, I mean you'll you'll this thing with, with like digital media and stuff like that you'll never if you're gonna if that's all you do you're never really gonna enjoy that stuff right. you'll never i've never done this so i can't really speak to if this is fun or not but i do know a lot of people who have just camped out in front of places waiting for midnight releases and stuff like that all right and you know that's cool and all it's only not my, my scene sure but you know that's not something you ever get with a you know with a digital release um speaking of that i don't think i've ever told you either um Believe it or not, Brian hmm. Miller has done that. Were you are you waiting for like a Call of Duty or something? That's exactly it. That's yeah. funny that you guessed it right. But yeah, back in tenth uh, grade, uh, Black Ops Two was coming out, and, and I was big on Black Ops One at the time and invested a lot of hours. And you know, you're young, so you're not really kind of in, in my household, anyways. Not you know, I'm not allowed to stay up on a school night past 12 right. a.m. in another city to get a video like no you're staying home and you're going to bed for school the next day but there was this one situation um i think i had got my braces off that same exact day so it was kind of oh, a gosh. celebratory this thing as huge, well it's a huge day for you <laughs> yeah for absolutely absolutely and uh, yeah um kind of camped out with a friend outside of gamestop and there was a band uh in front playing oh, and cool. and inside but inside the cool part is you know at the time they would have um these like the game you you could play the game before you could buy it by playing like in um local uh co-op like yeah demo or they even had like kind of a tournament situation where you would oh. wait in line you're able to play it against against everyone waiting for That's the midnight cool. release so it was pretty cool it was it was a fun experience um again back in my call of duty days where that's all i cared about could care less about single player games could care less about anything else except call of duty um so yeah those experiences do exist for those for physical media um and as opposed to digital but yeah true let me let me ask you this now that you know you're working adult and and Obviously, like 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 once all the issues in the in the world have cleared up and you can actually do stuff like camp outside a store with a bunch of other people, like is that something you would ever consider doing again? I so my answer was no until you said keywords and that was yeah. with other people because I think I, <laughs> let me let me figure out how to word this properly, but sure. I think that I think there is truly something about you know. It's an experience when you got other people. Still an experience when you're by yourself, but there's a little bit more of a, a, um, a obsession when it's just I'm myself alone. I'm gonna camp out this store by mm. myself, waiting for this game. Like, like, sure, nothing wrong with that. But if I, Brian Miller, am gonna do it, um, I think it would be, you know, it would have to be something special. But it would have to be with some some friends for sure. Okay, so so possibly you could you could possibly. see yourself doing it again. That's interesting. What about you? I've never done it before. And I don't particularly enjoy being around large groups of people, so right, I don't same. think I don't think that's the scene. The scene for me, um, honestly. Okay, I think I came up with the certain situation. Okay, for me or for I, you? For me, okay. Um, maybe for you, but for me specifically, it it would probably wouldn't be a game, um, and it wouldn't be a console unless <laughs> it's. Um. 
the new Nintendo console, and, okay. and not like not like a like a like a minor upgrade kind of thing, but like this is the new generation for Nintendo. If 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 I had friends, I would want it. I wouldn't do it by myself. But if if like you wanted to do or I yeah. or there were some other people, I was like, okay, this could be fun. It could Probably, be fun. yeah. I, I don't typically buy a lot of like consoles day one. Not that I wouldn't. It's just I usually right. usually I'm not in a position to. Yeah. Um, I don't know though. I mean, a lot of places kind of deliver to you now. So yeah, they do. That 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 always appeals to me more. I, I guess that's kind of more of a digital side is having it just being delivered straight to you. Also. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I feel like that appeals to me more. I don't, yeah, I don't really know that the camping outside of a, or just just really staking out outside of a place is really my scene in general. It it, it well, believe me, it's not not mine as well. But I think, I think, it, it's more for the experience for me because it this isn't like an every year thing. This isn't every two to three years. Sometimes this is like, you know, with some cases, sometimes it's a decade and like you you get a new official Nintendo console. Um, so I think right. it would be more an experience, you know, you know, let's get a group together and let's do it for fun. Like, and it, it's not more like I have to have this console day one. It's more of like, you know what, let's, let's make, you know, let's make it an event. Yeah, that makes know? sense. So, um, number five for me is, uh, the resale value. And you and I have talked about this as well. And this is, this is a pretty big one for me. And I, and as I'm talking through these points, I'm actually wondering which one, like what I would rank each point, um. You know, from okay, th- this defines why physical for me, and you know, from greatest to least. But the resale value would be either top two or three, and that's you know, you know, with me and some other people as well. I- I'm not someone who, when I get done with the game, I immediately trade it in or sell it. I, I usually like to keep it on the shelf as kind of a memory of yes, I beat that game. Mm-hmm. There was a story there. I went through it. But if there's a game where I thought I would like and I'm just not getting into it um, and it's just going to sit on the shelf and never be played, that's immediately going into the trading pile. Okay. Um, or, you know, it, maybe <laughs> there has been some instances where I have put in like a game, but it's not a game that I held like too highly. So that, you know, Mario Tennis Aces, um, I enjoyed it at the time, but it was one of those things where it's like, you know what? I got my fun out of it and I'm probably never going to revisit it. Let's let's make some use out of it. Right. You know, um, games like that. And so, yeah, the trade, 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 uh, getting a decent amount of money back um, to, to really invest it into another game that you might get you know even more of an enjoyment from especially with like retro games uh depending on what you have uh there is a good chance for that physical game to skyrocket in price and we've seen that during this pandemic uh with ncaa 14 we've seen that with you know a lot of these gamecube titles mm-hmm. you know depending on what retro game you have there could be a, a decent size return on investment for sure no yeah and yeah that's just not something you're going to get with a digital with a digital right. media it it doesn't work that way unfortunately you know once you right. once you have it it's yours you know some ble- some places will allow you to do like a refund like within yeah. a few hours but that's the extent of it there is there is no trading in there is no getting more money towards another game uh some some places will reward you like i know nintendo will give you like the like yep. the points and you can trade those in for games but it definitely isn't like the same. At least I don't think it's the same value you're gonna get from, uh, you know, from actually just trading in something that is physical and, and in your hands to get more. Right, and and since you brought up those points, I am gonna go talk. Go ahead and talk about my where I would like to see digital go to where where I can see the where there's not as big of a gap. 
Okay. Uh, because there, there is a, there's a big gap. I mean, we're talking about this gap now, but I think Nintendo is going in the right direction. Like it, it's brilliant, you know, getting like a, po- a point reward system for buying digital games, so where you could eventually use as a discount, or depending on how much you have, buy a whole new game with those points of of uh, of that. Right. That's that's one motivation for people to keep buying those games digitally. Two. It's it's such a good reward system and and it helps bridge that gap. And where I would like to see digital continue to go is one, and I know a lot of people talk about this, um, gifting digital games to friends. I think that'll be big and just have that universally exist across every platform, every yeah. console. I guess some people do. I don't know if everybody does. Not everyone does, but I think I think once we start seeing everyone to do that and make it in a normal thing, mm-hmm. I think that's man, digital is going to get even bigger. And then lastly creating some type of system where you can trade in your digital games i i think it could exist i mean you know you you might be like well that's that's weird and and stuff like that but i i if you if you can make um a a system to where you buy a digital game you you get like points that add up that you could use those points as a discount or money towards another you can create a system to where you trade like the game will no longer be yours you're not going to get full price for it but you will get some kind of maybe maybe you'll be added to that point reward system and it just added you know as a chunk of change there but yeah i would like to see it yeah there's already a system in place for a lot of these uh companies where they well they'll just attribute value to you buying this game by giving you these points so it's not out of the realm of possibility for them to be able to give you a yep. little bit more like on a trade-in or something like that. And obviously, sure. they would have to want to do it, but I think exactly. it's doable. I think so. I mean, and again, if, if that's where digital is is trending, um, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a boost for sure. I, like, imagine if you implemented like just universally and just officially, you know, we're going to be able to allow you to gift games to friends. We're going to uh, digitally, we're going to allow you to trade in games that you buy digitally for, for a heavy discounted price because you would have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, universal, like you're going to get a point reward system for every digital purchase you make. Um, digital would sky, like, honestly, for me, I'd be kind of scared because I was like, oh, well, there it goes physical. Bye bye. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, the way we're trending sooner rather than later, there probably yeah. isn't going to be too much more of a physical market left you know i mean we're Mm. i mean last gen you started to see consoles you know the xbox one had a had a console that didn't have a disc drive right and and now yeah ps5 and xbox uh and xbox series are both launching well actually i don't know if xbox series did but i know ps5 did uh you know launched with a version that just doesn't have a disc drive yeah well yeah same same with xbox as well yeah so so yeah i mean it it definitely is trending in that direction but you need something in place to kind of to kind of simulate what is like you know the ecosystem that's currently yeah, there for sure uh, yep there needs to be something to do about trading in i think yeah um it, it's it's a slow process with with a transition of technological advances and and migrating towards a online base a digital market um it's it's a slow thing to where they'll they'll implement these you know you know as the time goes on it's not going to be a you know a click of the fingers and everything's going to exist so right. it's just gonna be a slow trickle but you know that's again that's good for me because I, I i like to, i like to go and then we're also seeing <laughs> i don't even understand why this exists but you go to gamestop you buy a game you open it and there's no physical media except a code that you put in online to get the game yeah that I, yeah that i've never understood and you know like I, a I lot don't. of computer games do this too yeah, I've never understood the whole 
okay, well, yeah, they bought a game. I'm sure they'll be like they bought a physical case. I'm sure they're okay with uh, there not being an actual disc in there. And I mean, you know, like my computer doesn't have a disc drive. I can't, you know, I can only buy digital games on my computer, right. so that doesn't really like affect me too much. But a lot of people want their disc, you know. Yeah, and it's such a weird thing. It, it kind of goes back to I talked about it briefly. The Mass Effect uh, collector's edition that's coming out. Yeah, exactly. They're giving you a steel book to put a game in if you have a game. Oh gosh. So like, like, so do I just throw out the case that the game originally came in? <laughs> do I just have an empty steel book? Uh, like, like it, it doesn't even come with a download code in it. It literally just doesn't have a game. And yeah, that's. <laughs> I just it doesn't make much sense to me. No, you know, <laughs> it really doesn't. Um, all right, do you have uh, do you have another point for digital? Yeah. So this is uh, this isn't a, like isn't applicable to every situation, but okay. some games and some platforms will allow you to kind of have like a cross buy situation. Okay. Where like you know if you buy on Xbox certain titles, yep. you also have those titles on play or not on PlayStation on a PC. So you're 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 getting kind of more bang for your buck there because you're getting it right. on on multiple platforms just for one purchase, and that's not something. Maybe I'm wrong and I haven't seen it, but I don't. But I don't think that's ever been done on a physical level. I don't think so either. So I mean, it's it, and it's not big. Not everybody does it, and you know, it isn't as like. It isn't like cross-platform. Like you can't buy something right. on Xbox and and play it on in PlayStation Two. Uh, but it's nice to see that, you know, like there's something there and there's some thought being put into that as to like, yes, like, Hey, you know, we, you got this here and we're not going to make you buy it again if you want to play it over here also. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it just adds to that digital market and I don't know all the details. Isn't that the kind of the same with, um, with the, the previous generation consoles and the new generation consoles? Like if you bought a game on one of those, like it's uh, for certain titles, it's, you're not going to have to buy it again for that newer console. Like for Xbox one and PS4. Yeah. Yeah. I think Xbox one did it for PC. I think PS4 did it for like Vita. If you, Uh, if you count that, you know, uh, but, I was more so talking about like the the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. Uh, and I, mean, I would imagine they would still have that infrastructure set up. Obviously, yeah. Vita isn't as big as it once was. So I don't know if PlayStation right. has, you know, mm-hmm. has that. And I know, you know, like, you know, some are going back and forth between. I think it, I think it comes down to like company at that point. I don't think that's a true. I don't think that's a developer decision, like or not a developer decision, like a like an Xbox or Microsoft or Sony decision. I think right. that is you know being made by the people who made the games that decision. So speaking of that, um, and it just came to me another point uh, for physical, and that's backwards compatibility. Um, I, I and it just came to my mind, especially with Xbox, does a very 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 good job mm-hmm. with this. But if you pop in an original xbox game into your series x and guess what like you don't have to buy an original you don't you know you don't have to buy an original xbox you don't have to buy all these consoles you can have one console that'll play all of these consoles you know depending on the game um or yeah depending on the game so that's that's big it would be hard to do with digital you won't be able to um you know you can't you can't have one title to you you, you you're stuck on that console 
you know, depending, but yeah, backwards compatibility. And that's, is, and that's big for me. And that's a big for a lot of people who have physical media. And I think that's why, you know, Xbox does it so well. And you see, right. thankfully, you know, PlayStation doing it with the PS4. And then even when they had the PS3, the, the, I think the original PS3 was able to play PS2 and PS1 games. So th- there was that factor there, but yeah, backwards compatibility. Yeah, no, that's, that's huge. Just to be able to just to drop that old disc in. Yeah. And, uh, and it just kind of like works still. I mean, that's really impressive to me that, that, that that's a thing yes. that, you know, that you're able to do. Um, I mean, like on the digital side, you know, they are putting a lot of those games right. on the digital marketplace. So you can just buy them there again, and they're pretty cheap. They're like $10. But if you already own them, you don't want to buy them again. You just want to drop right, that exactly. disc in if the disc works. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's the downfall of physical. Is you know, you could you could easily break it. You can easily break or lose it. That's actually my next point. Um, that I wanted to to bring up was, you know, a a big perk to digital media is you don't have to worry about it getting damaged, like right. you do with, uh, like you do with these physical games, especially these older physical games. Right. You know, it's always there. It's always in a digital place. You just have it downloaded or delete it and then re-download it at some point. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you never really have to worry about it getting damaged because there's nothing for it to get damaged by. Yeah, exactly. Uh, for sure. Uh, and especially as a kid, if you have kids, I mean, goodness, I can, I can, I've, I've heard the horror stories oh, of, yeah. you know, of cartridges or discs and, you know, I mean, the whole I, nine. I remember how I treated my old stuff. So, <laughs> so yeah, exactly. I can imagine. Yeah, that's a good point. Fair point there. Um, and, and kind of similar on the flip side of that, uh, my next point is convenient borrowing or lending. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, instead of, you know, if you, if you got all your games digitally, uh, you would have to have someone borrow your entire console if they wanted to play that game, if they didn't have it or, or have that console. But if they have the console and they just don't have the game, you know, and I got the game on my shelf. Okay. Let me just go to my shelf and I can physically give it to you. I can let you borrow it or vice versa. I can get it back. I don't have to, okay, yep, let me get the power cord. Let me get the HDMI. Let me get the, the console. Uh, yeah, here's the bag. <laughs> no, instead, here's here's the game. Funny enough, I have a story I can I'll probably tell it off the air because I don't know if I can tell it on air. But <laughs> but I do know that you know, because of the story, I do know there are like physical, like you can actually share a digital library. Yes, on these consoles. yes, you're right. Yeah, if you if, depending, you know, each one of these uh, consoles do have a setting where you can share it with somebody else. Now, I think you can only share with like one person at a time. So you'd have to, uh, if you wanted to share with somebody else, you'd have to unlink them and share with and share with the new person and, and right. stuff like that. So it's very limited in how you can do it, and, and a lot more complicated than just handing somebody a case and saying, "Here you go. Yeah, you can beat this game yeah. and then get it back to me." Right. Uh, but you know, that is, that is there on the, in the digital side. It's just not quite as, as convenient, I would say. No, and it's not talked about a whole lot and you would think it would. That's, that's a pretty big advancement digitally I, for the I marketplace. don't think, I don't think comp- the, like Microsoft and Sony want to advertise that the feature is there too much. <laughs> they have sure. it there, but I don't think they want to advertise too much that, Hey, yeah, if you guys pair up, only one of you need to buy like every other game, and then you both right. have access to every <laughs> game, you know? Now, does Nintendo have something for this, or are they behind in the game? Um, 
I don't know. I don't I actually don't know on that. Let's let's yeah. see if they have something on this. Knowing Nintendo, they probably don't, and I feel like I probably would have heard about this, but yeah, I, I'm gonna place a safe bet and say Nintendo. There is no, there is no market there for borrowing and lending games digitally for Nintendo. No. I'd be very surprised. Uh, there might be. Let's see here. Uh, on a second Nintendo Switch, you will be game sharing, sign in. What? So no, I don't think so. I think you have to. No. Yeah. So no, I don't think you can. I think you can own like you have to have the same account logged in on both Switches to make that work. Right. So you can you can do it if you're willing to log in on your friend's Switch, I think. But yeah. but which has all the credit card information, has all the Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to you got to really be trusting this person to Exactly. You gotta like you got to unregister your first Switch as your primary Switch. Yeah, okay. No, I don't think you no. can game share on the Switch. I think you can, No. I feel like I would have heard about it uh, by now. Shockingly, Nintendo is not is not on board <laughs> with this one. Uh, interesting. Uh, but yeah, that that is true. You bring up a good point because I think my brother has done the same thing with um with specifically with Microsoft and being able to play uh, like a Forza game um without having to buy it or vice versa, vice versa and just borrowing it. Right. But uh, even better, that that's that's a great way to bridge that gap between physical and digital. Right. Yeah, I agree. It it's definitely something that they could do better on. Right. But yep. there's something there to try to to try to start getting that to that place. Yeah. Um, so the next one for me, uh, this is a bit of a controversial one. And I see this, see this in a lot of circles, uh, especially for those who, um, who, who champion physical over digital, but there is some truth to this. And that's, uh, my point is that the developers or servers or creators of the game cannot take away your physical copy like they can your digital with digital purchases is, uh, it's really, you purchasing not the product but a license for that product Pretty um, and that license yeah and that license can be revoked at any given time and we've seen this with scott pilgrim and i don't know a whole lot of details but i just know that that's the poster child of this happening it's pretty rare to have a game in your library right. be removed i don't I, I i don't know if they did that for scott pilgrim if they like if they just took it out of people's libraries if they already had it downloaded but yeah, I mean, at any given time, it can be removed from a digital marketplace, right? And, and then you just can't buy it. And I think that's more of an issue that goes into like preserv- preservation of games and whatnot. Right. And, and but yeah, that it, it definitely is rough to do. Like just yeah, to but, or, not have that thing be there anymore. And not every and yeah, you know, not every game gets a physical release either. So if True. if a digital game is removed from a marketplace and it doesn't have a physical release, that thing's just gone forever. Uh yeah, and Flappy Bird. <laughs> yeah, Flappy Bird. That, that is the oh god. I remember back back when that thing was popping. Uh, people were selling their iPhones on eBay with Flappy Bird installed for boatloads of money. A better example. Um, it, how about uh, PS4s with PT installed on them? I think yeah, I've heard about this. Yeah. So I don't P- know much about PT, it, but PT I've heard. PT was the playable teaser for Silent Hills, which was yeah. a new Silent Hill game being made by uh, Kojima back when he was still with Konami. Yep. And then there there was a big falling out, and Kojima was you know left the company, and Silent Hills was canceled. 
Well, yeah. Konami and, and all their brilliance decided that they were just going to remove PT from the marketplace because obviously the game was never going to come out. So they yeah. just pulled down the playable teaser from the marketplace and people freaked out because, I mean, like it as short as it is, it's literally just a demo. It is a really good horror game mm-hmm. that, that right. people enjoyed a lot. And, I mean, there were PS4s going for so much money yes. just because they had PT Downloaded, installed yeah. on it. That's crazy. That's Yeah, that's absolutely crazy. And, and like you said, it doesn't happen a whole lot, but it, it does happen. On, yeah. it, it, does, it does occur. And it, it, it creates a weird situation, especially when you see these iPhones and PS4s, these whole consoles with certain games downloaded on them for going for crazy amounts of money. Um, and, and it's kind of scary. Again, it does make you think, well, let me make sure I never uninstall this game because the day I un- uninstall it could be the next day they remove it from the marketplace and I I don't have that game anymore. Right. You know? Yeah, it, it definitely is. You're playing a little bit of a dangerous game, you know, because sure. you never know what can happen. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably still going to roll those dice for the majority of the time just because. Uh, sure. Yeah, you know, just because I don't feel I don't want to have. All, like too much physical stuff. I like to keep it limited to just certain things. Right. And I mean, you're not, I mean, yeah. uh, I hesitate to say this, but you're not going to see uh, Nintendo removing Mario Odyssey and, and, and Breath of the Wild from the marketplace. But fingers again, crossed. Fingers this crossed. 3D All-Stars, best yeah. believe it's getting and, removed. And, 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 yeah, that's another good example. But I mean, it didn't I think 3D All-Stars did have some kind of a physical release. It was very limited yes. though, like extremely yeah. limited. It was limited, but there was a lot. There's a lot out there. I don't like. I don't get these timed releases. They don't, I don't make either. much sense to me. But that might be that might be a topic for a different episode. Yep. Um, maybe on like preservation of media and whatnot. Right. But but yeah, it's just it's just strange. It is strange. Um, but going to my last point, and then I'll, I'll bounce it back to you for your your final points if you have any. Um, and, and you brought this up, you know, saying, you know, you know, at this point, and a lot of people do have good internet, a lot of people have solid internet, but not everyone does, um, whether it's because right. of their, you know, socioeconomic, uh, place or, or where they live. Not everyone has internet and you, you, well, you need internet to go to the eShop and you need internet to download these games, right. but you don't, not always, uh, you know, depending on the situation, but majority of the time, you don't need internet to, you know, to pop in that physical game, especially retro games. I mean, you pop it in and you're playing. A lot of my childhood, I didn't have access to um, to Wi-Fi in my house. So all my gaming right. was done offline. I never I never got patches to games. I never could do any, any of that stuff. Uh, it wasn't until, you know, like, I don't even know, maybe super late middle school, early high school that we got Wi-Fi. Right. Like just throughout the house, and I was able to get my consoles on there and start really doing the digital marketplace. Yeah. So yeah, you know, out of necessity, it was just you know physical media for a really long time. Uh, but even then, the Wi-Fi that we had was not really that good. It worked for Xbox 360. You know, mm-hmm. I was able to plan my downloads and 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 get them taken care of. But then the Xbox One came out, yeah. and the yeah. download sizes skyrocketed. And what used to take me a few hours to download a game, um, I remember I bought NBA 2K like 14 digitally or something like that. How long do you think that took to download? 
Ooh, and this was on what console? The Xbox One. Like at like at, at maybe not right at launch, but pretty close to launch. Sixteen to twenty one hours. Yeah, not quite. It was more like two to three days. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, we were like that was just our bad how bad our internet was and how big like okay. and how big but like Gosh. not only that, how bad the internet was and how big the download right. size increased. What would take me, you know, like Again, if I started to download and went to school, it would be done by the time I got home on the 360. Yeah. Then became two to three days of downloading a game. <laughs> got to plan out that one. Yeah. And if you if you start using the console, it's going to slow down the download even more, too. So yeah. it's just a dead console for three days. Yeah, it was Man, awful. That's insane. It was awful. Then finally we upgraded. And, you know, that was an issue of the past, but not everybody gets that, you know, not everybody can have that. No, no. So, For yeah, sure. that, that definitely is something that can hold it back. All right. So those were that was my case closed. But, yeah, my perspectives as someone who really buys physical only and, I, and I'll hit on the very end of my digital experience. But any any final points for digital? I think you know, we kind of really hit on a lot of the, the things I wanted to hit on i mean maybe just like right. a few smaller things you know like from back in the day if you bought a game digitally you didn't have to change disc if you're just it's like yep. like if you're playing on 360 like with mass effect 2 it is two discs on it uh, True. if you have it digitally you don't have to worry about it if you have yep. digitally the games typically will load faster because they're actually installed on the console that's an older thing though i think i don't really think that applies much anymore mm-hmm. um yeah just a lot of stuff like that that really uh that that was really cool but not really something that I would put like in the forefront of an argument. Right. Exactly. Um, so my very, very limited experience and, and only two things really come to mind. And there might be a little bit more, but the first one is demos. And, and I know they used to have actual physical mm-hmm. media for demos back in the day, but um, especially as of recent, yeah, I mean, whether it's Xbox 360 or even like the 3DS, you know, um, you know, I, I, there's a couple instances where I would download a demo and that would be my experience with downloading uh, from the digital eShop or even right. specifically as of recently because I have not seen, uh, not on the Switch anyways, a physical version of Jackbox Party Pack, um, which is which is a fun I mean, party just game. Digital, yeah. It's just just digital, and and it's one of those games where you know I'm, you know I'm not gonna be playing by myself. It's literally for uh, uh you know a party and a group. But if it's you know that's a game that I like and that could really enhance um you know, a party or, or a group hangout. And, you know, I, you know, I'm going to make that investment, you know, and, and it's, it's fairly cheap too, but you know, so I, I have to buy a digital. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, sometimes you just don't get a choice in the matter. Uh, you know, right. it that's unfortunate. I think you should be able to choose, but you know, like we've said, getting to this point, there's really not sooner rather than later, you're going to transition to just a digital marketplace only. Yeah. yeah physical media is, is, slowly starting to dry up a little bit and the consoles are reflecting that now which which begs the question i'm wondering where nintendo is going to go with this and they're usually behind on on when it comes to compared to playstation and xbox on almost everything and uh, i mean we they're they're behind on the the making the console too right. um, a, like a digital only console so i'm wondering if like with this not and not you know the quote unquote switch pro but like literally the next generation um i'm wondering what we'll see there if we're going to see a digital only that's the thing cuz i mean like i mean they they really love to zig when people zag you know everyone's yeah. doing disc <laughs> and they were doing disc 
but they felt like going back to cartridges for for some reason so that's cool uh but knowing how they can be and and looking at how they've handled a lot of releases lately i feel like they might actually be a company that would that would embrace a digital only existence and not a physical yeah. only i mean you you look at it they don't really seem to maybe not actually because they, they don't really seem to care to preserve their old media in a digital way and right. and that leads to situations where their old games are worth a stupid amount of money physically because there is exactly. no way to get it digitally so it, it's tough to get a read on i, I think they would embrace it mm-hmm. and eventually and they, they, they would honestly they, i could see them being the first company to go all digital Really, I could. Okay, I huh. know they love to they love to uh, zig when people zag, and sure, and that that would be very unexpected. But I but think I could see them though. doing it. That, that's how they play. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Fair point. Let the uh, yeah. That'll be our decade uh, prediction. Our ten yeah. year prediction. <laughs> see how that goes. Yeah. That's yeah. But um. Tune in on that one, and we'll see. Yeah. For sure. Alrighty, well that was that was fun. Um, I'm sure, like every episode, we're very curious. Are you are you as a listener a digital person? Are you a physical person? Or, or you know, does it does it depend? Does it depend on the title and the game or the platform? Maybe you're like you know I you know I use my Switch and I only do digital. Or, and, but PlayStation, you know, I'm I'm buying the games and you know Xbox I'm all digital. You know, right. let us know. Let us know when the episode drops. Um, we're very curious to. Uh, see that and we might even have a poll on twitter to see where you're at on this too if you prefer digital over physical but uh, thanks for tuning in once again and we will see you next time see ya